All right, welcome back to the Bell Show. We're just doing some final checks here, making sure everything is sounding good. So just give me one second. All right, cool. So we have a jam-packed uh, episode today. Uh, it's going to be very good, very good. Um, before we get into it, we're just going to have a quick little song so I can get things together. Also, if there's any um, interruptions with the network, it'll be ironed out throughout the show. So just uh, sit tight and uh, enjoy the show. Yeah, yeah, uh... The way every day goes, every time we've no control. If the sky is pink and white, if the ground is black and yellow, it's the same way you show me. Not my head, don't close my eyes. Halfway on a slow move, it's the same way you show me. Fly, then you'd feel south Up north, getting cold soon But where it is, we're on land So I'm someone I hold true Keep you cool when it's still alive Won't let you down when it's all ruined Just the same way you show me Show me You showed me Of a summer shade, nose dive in the floodlines, tall tower, milk craze. It's the same way you showed me. Cannonball off the porch side, all the kids trying off the roof. Just the same way you showed me. You showed. If you could die and come back to life, up for air from the swimming pool, you kneel down to the dry land, kiss the earth that birthed you. Gave you tools just to stay alive and make it up when the sun is ruined. That's the same way you showed me. Showed. You showed me love. Welcome back. Uh, right now, we actually have a, a special guest. This is one of the only guests that I've had who hasn't uh, gone to Oakwood. Uh, 
this is a uh, writer uh, currently. Uh, Leia, am I saying am I saying that right? I think you got it right. Okay, cool. Um, relation not important. So, <laughs> the writer's strike is a pretty big deal. This is one of the biggest strikes in American recent American history. Um, and it's affecting a lot of people, you know? Yeah, it is, especially in LA. So, as a up-and-coming writer, uh, how do you think this is going to affect the way that we consume media uh, in the next like decade or so do you think that's gonna have like long-lasting effects um yeah i mean i think for sure it'll have long-lasting effects but i also think it's gonna have like short-term effects too like i mean so like even if this strike were to end tomorrow like the shows and movies for the fall and even like the winter and you know possibly past that have already been affected so a lot of people's favorite shows and stuff they're expecting to come back are not going to come back some of them not at all, and some of them are going to be, like, very delayed. Um, A lot of movies have not been, like, shot or have been pushed back because actors are also on strike, and so you can't do press. Um, And, like, that's the short term. But long term, um, I I hope it'll change the way we consume media. I mean, because I think that if uh, the WGA gets Mm -hmm. what it wants from the strike, that... um, things will have to change. I mean, a big thing like that people will see, I think, or could see is like what they're asking for with AI. So like, you know, they're asking for a lot of uh, limitations mm-hmm. around AI yeah. uh, for AI to not be used and credited or a writer. They want a writer to have to be credited for every piece of writing that is made or that is put forward and not, you know, a computer AI. Um, I think that that's good because I think that like, if we were to see that AI writing news, I think the quality of shows and TV would really go down. Um, Absolutely, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And I, I think this is, I, I kind of call it the Netflix effect. Um, the kind of way that we consume TV, you know, television, media, movies, has changed so drastically. Uh, and I, I think it all started with streaming platforms. And I think Netflix really kind of started all that but I think it got boosted during COVID when you know people were inside and I feel like everyone was was creating their own streaming site like I, I yeah like HBO yeah. and Paramount all those things yeah. and I think streaming has been one of the simultaneously one of the best and uh worst things that's happened to the entertainment business uh because you know you're able to consume so much uh but it's essentially another version of cable at this point everyone is only allowing their shows on their streaming platforms so it's like well that's not really true like i mean mm. if you've noticed during the strike especially like if you go on netflix right now a bunch of hbo shows are on netflix uh, especially right now like all the studios are doing, I don't know if this is the official term, but they're, like, swapping shows in between them mm-hmm. to, to sell. Um, so, I mean, but, like, yeah, I mean, do you remember, like, a time before streaming? Like, I don't know, I'm a little bit older than you, but do you remember, like, when you had to wait for, a sh- like, an episode of a show to drop each week? I remember when we had to wait for episodes to drop, and not even that, if you wanted to watch a movie, you would have to go... I remember going to uh, 7-Eleven 
on those no. Redbox machines. You remember Redbox? I remember Redbox. Do you remember Blockbuster though? I don't remember Blockbuster, but I remember yeah, Redbox. I... Yeah, no, that's well. Redbox still exists, but it's like. I don't understand why. Like I don't know who's using. Yeah, I don't know really who uses Redbox. So this kind of brings me into my next point a little bit. Not not Redbox, but the whole way that media is changing. I think the pandemic really altered the way that the world works in a lot of ways. I think it. I don't know. I just I, I just think we live in a very different world, you know, than the pre-pandemic. Uh, yeah society that we used to be in i guess um and one of the main ways i think uh it changed the world is in school you know um with zoom and and all this ai stuff like a lot of and you know ai probably honestly would have already happened without the pandemic but i think it it kind of accelerated it you know because people are trying to find ways to do their the people don't want to do work at home so they're gonna try to find other ways to do it like i don't i don't want to do work yeah. at home i get it um yeah. and one of the main classes that i think has been affected is english mm. because with like chat gpt and stuff with chat gpt and not only that i so here's the thing this may this, this might just be a me thing but i've like mm-hmm. talked to other people and i don't really think it is uh before 2020, I used to be really, like, I could sit down with a book and finish it, like, in a day or two, you know? Yeah. But now, it's just, like, I can't sit down and read, you know, like, three chapters. Like, it's, uh... It's hard. It's, yeah, it's definitely difficult. And I think that that's one of the main complications with English now is media has changed so much. People don't consume information, consume stories through books anymore. You know, uh, like the attention span is too, yeah. too short. There's audiobooks, podcasts, uh, you know, movies, TV. And even then, like people have trouble watching a movie. Well, see, people my age have trouble watching a movie without looking at their phones like yeah no i mean that's i I was at i was at teenage mutant ninja turtles the other day and this girl she's probably your age i mean she was just scrolling through her phone for like 20 minutes full brightness screen and whatever i was just it was astonishing it was crazy and Um, yeah for sure i think it's altered our attention span so much that it's just it's become so difficult to sit down with something and really absorb that uh as a writer yourself do you think that there's any ways to kind of combat that or like to do you think there's a way that english classes need to change in order to keep the attention spans of the people in it and i don't know maybe keep more lively conversation I mean, I think, I mean, okay, there's a, a couple of, of parts to your question. One, you said, like, you haven't been able to sit down and read, or before 2020, you could sit down and read. But you went, to, you went to high school, what year? You went in 20... 2020. 20, one? One? Two? Yeah. Two, two, maybe? Yeah, I mean, to be fair, like, I remember being in high school, and I read very little in high school, partly mm-hmm. because 
it was a lot of reading like that I had to do that I was forced to do so like when you're forced to read I do think it makes it really hard to like enjoy reading but like recently like I have a book right here that I'm reading like I've been trying to get back into reading but it's hard like it's difficult I think especially when you're when you're forced to read um but I don't know I think that I think in general I don't know how, how it is at your school I think in general like English class should be about like talking about things in books not talking about technical aspects or things necessarily just like having lively discussions yeah um i don't know how do you change expectations because like you don't want people to stop reading books just because you know that their attention span is too bad i i think that we can't lower that bar or else we'll become people who don't read books at all um but i do think like having controversial like if i when i remember high school one of my favorite parts about english class was like getting into little debates with people yeah and like having the class be that i think like obviously it's important to read the book to be able to have those debates but i think when you when the teacher like sparks those debates people want to then go and read the book so that they can show up to class and you know be a part of that conversation not just for a grade because like it's fun like I think you know you want to be right um I don't know though it's hard like <laughs> in yeah. high school I I use spark notes like a bunch <laughs> for yeah. books and stuff you know I don't know if I often read a full book but I don't I mean maybe controversial opinion but I don't know if you need to always read a full book especially in an academic setting I think a lot of times like talking to people reading some of it you can get the gist of it yeah it'll be yeah. um but I don't know. I think, like, how do you encourage yourself to read or to write or to do whatever? Uh, I don't know. It's really difficult. I feel like sometimes you have to set some time to sit down. I feel like find a book that you're interested in. Don't be afraid to, to stop reading a book if you're not interested, you know? I think, like, in college, that was one of the best things that a professor ever told me was, like, if you get a few pages into a paper and you are, like, not connecting with it, you can just put that paper down. There's a, like, there's a decent chance that you might not like that paper, and that doesn't mean that you don't like reading or you don't like reading people's papers. Um, yeah, for sure. Yeah. All right, well, I have a, we have a next song and then an interview. I really appreciate you for coming on today. Thank of you. Of course. All right, bye. All right, thank you. Wow, writer. Very cool, very cool. Um, next interview coming after... After another song, sorry. Uh, yeah, uh, stay tuned. It's gonna be gonna be a good episode. Still, all right. Run, 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 run
show here another just just another chaos show if if i uh if i just do say another chaos show if i, I do say so myself um we have jack collier here co-host of intellectual conversations uh tuesday seven to eight hello uh the bow show listeners um thank you for that quick plug though and yeah. full disclosure i have not been tuning in so I don't know what's what's the topic. I don't know what's happening, but well, uh, it's good to be here. It's very nice. Well, the topic's different for every interview. You'd know if you tuned in. <clears throat> um, little shade there. I'm just kidding. I'll I'll keep it all lighthearted here. Um, Jack. Of course, always. Yeah. You know what time of the year it is? What time of the year is it? It's fall time. You know what happens in the fall? Uh, pumpkins. Halloween? Yes. There we go. Halloween. You're absolutely so correct. It took you a while, but uh It took me a second, but we got there. So, Halloween's coming up. Um I have a little story to tell you. 
Let's hear it. Um. So, last year, pi- okay. Picture this, okay. Bo Barris one year ago. Hard to picture. Hard picture to look at. But, okay. Uh, Rolling talking. up to school. Okay. Mm-hmm. I am in a costume for Halloween. Because I was told that at Oakwood, people dressed up. Ah, uh, yeah, see, I, I know where this is heading. Hold on, hold on. But, uh, okay, okay. I look on, out the window, on. you know, ready to observe all of the costumes. Yeah, of course. And guess what I see? <laughs> Literally soul. no one in a costume. Literally no one. And so I think to myself, oh my god. I got the date wrong. It's not Halloween. And so I actually check my phone calendar. That was your first reaction? Yes. I, I check my phone calendar. And I'm like, oh, it is Halloween. So no one dresses up here. Okay. I was swindled <laughs> into wearing a costume. And Grossly misinformed. Yeah. So I was like, I have to go home. Like, I can't. Yeah. I can't get out of the car. Like, this is this is mortifying. And I eventually did, after some persuasion, and it honestly wasn't that bad. But it was really, really weird, because no one was dressed up, so I was really frazzled, because at my old school, everyone dressed up, right? So I was like... And it was a middle school, given mind, it was a middle school. eight kids in your grade, too. (laughs) It was a small school, but yes, uh, people still dressed up, though. Everyone dressed up. And so I was... Not, mm, I was a little sad because I was like, like this is the reality. This is high school. Like it's it's gotten too serious for costumes now. I guess right. Uh huh. I want your thoughts on that because I honestly think that it's kind of fun showing up to school in a goofy costume, like not taking yourself too seriously, just like chilling. Like it's not even it's not even like a a real school day. Like you barely get anything done. It's Halloween. Um, what are your opinions on that? Uh, well, first off, I'd like to say I'm a little biased. I'm not a huge costume guy myself. Although, I do agree that it is fun one time a year to dress up. And I would never do that at school, personally. I'm not one of those kids. You're just too cool for that. No, I'm not just... I don't know if I could pull it off, you know. That's that's the angle. Mm-hmm. Sure. So yeah, it is. But I I feel like one day a year it's fine. It's fun. Nobody should like care because it's not that deep. That, those are my thoughts on it. I was first of all, your thoughts are definitely thoughts that you had. So you know, good for me. Yeah, good for you. I kind of have to disagree with you a little. I think that. In high school, like, okay, whatever, it's high school, blah, 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 blah. But I feel like it's just another title. Like, at a certain point, it's like, I feel like you kind of have to get over yourself a little. And just kind of, like, just kind of, like, have fun, like, you know. No, and I do do that. I do do that on Halloween, but 
it's just like I would rather do it at home or like if I'm at a party or if I'm like hanging out with people that night. Absolutely, absolutely. And I'm I'm not saying go full out, but like throw on like a, a pair of fangs or like I don't know, like a funky hoodie or something. Like it doesn't have to be like full on like whatever. But I'm just saying like I think people should. I don't know. Just enjoy it a little more. Like we're only in school for how many more years? Exactly three more. Well, college. No, no. Yeah. But college I, is like college is like that's different. different. Yeah. Exactly. The college is like at that point you're just a member of adult society. Like yeah, you can't really be be caught lacking dressing up. Yeah, like. And and maybe I'm a little biased too because I I have younger siblings so it's always kind of been like oh you have younger siblings too whatever but anyway it's always kind of been like you dress up and like I I've always dressed up at least for my little brother Bronx who's I guess like seven now because like you know we always go out we we always have fun like it's always a fun little thing like I I I honestly did not like Halloween. Until my brother Bronx was old enough to like go out trick or treating with, because it's like I don't know, it's just uh, it's just a fun little like bonding like family thing, and I agree with that. You agree with that, yeah? And I do, yeah. I don't know. I just think uh, it's like I I honestly just thought it was like a normal day when I pulled up uh, on Halloween. Like I was. I was shook a little. Um, and uh, can you, can you, because uh, I don't remember you in a costume. So did you end up going home and changing? I did not, actually. I oh, luckily wore a very removable costume. It was oh, very light. It was, um, I didn't go full out for actual school. I just wore like a Jurassic Park hat, a little Jurassic Park uh, like button up. And like a little. See, like, oh, you know one one year just quick 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 sidetrack. One year I was a uh, Nedry from Jurassic Park. <gasps> so cool. Right. I know. I know. It is a big cool. Jurassic Park guy. Um, and it was like chill though. Like it was like nothing. Like, but it just is like oh, no one's wearing anything. Like it's it almost seems like they were wearing less. Uh, less. <laughs> not not wearing <laughs> less, but like wearing like. More yeah, like, uh, more like, grays than usual. Like it just seemed so gloomy, and I was like, oh, I don't know. It just really, really didn't uh, tickle didn't my fancy. Well didn't tickle my fancy. Okay, who who said you could use that? Uh, the Bo Show executives. So it doesn't even matter. Tickle my fancy. By the way, for people who don't know, is a segment on intellectual conversations. Was we're trying to or we're, we're we're trying some some new stuff, but uh, okay, but, yeah, yeah, trying some new stuff, you know, new year, new uh, new intellectual conversations. Also, Jack, I know you're a little bit of a a younger person in our grade, but it's still kind of uh, it it, it will be important to you this year. The topic oh, well. of driving. <gasps> driving, driving oh, that's driving. an interesting. It, so I have my permit. I've had my permit for a while now. Um, hopefully, if getting you see my him on the road, if you see him on the road, run him off. 
I'll pay you. Okay, that's not funny. That's we don't condone running people so. off the road here on the bus show. Um, I just yes, he does. I, anyway, I, I do not. So I want your thoughts on it. I because you know I'm gonna give you my a little take. And then you're gonna just I want I want I want to hear what you say. Let's hear it. I feel like when you start to drive, that's when your childhood dies. Like at that point, I feel like you're. When I started to drive, I was like, well, I had a good I had a good childhood, but it's uh, it's over now. It's over. What do you think? I'm kind of on the other other spectrum. Mm. I've been pretty independent since, like, fifth grade. Like, making my own food, doing my own laundry and stuff. So, like, I don't really... That doesn't really phase me, but I can see... I could definitely see where you're coming from. Yeah, just, like... It's not like, necessarily wow. that your childhood has died. Maybe it's already been dead for a while. But it makes yeah. you look back and think, wow, like, I'm, I'm getting older. You know, like in, I don't even know, six more years, I will be an adult. I'll be able to vote, vote in like, I don't know. It's just, um, that's crazy. It is crazy. You're so right. All right. Thank you, Jack Hollier, for being on. We actually have one more person after you, so. Oh, very exciting. I'll make sure to tune in. Go find out who that is. Tune in to what? To your show <laughs> to see who oh, yeah. you're talking about. Would you like to plug your show real quick? Uh, real quick, uh, Intellectual Conversations Tuesday, and that's. We don't need to hear the plug. I lied. Okay. You know what? We don't need to hear the plug because the Bow Show is the superior version of Intellectual Conversations. So, also, no beef with Intellectual Conversations. It's all a bit. Just kidding. Uh, so, we're going to go into our next song, then we have one more person to end it off. And, uh, yeah. Okay. Through drought and famine Natural disasters My baby has been around For me Falling, angels be calling. None of that could ever make me leave. Yeah. Every time I look into your eyes, I see it. You're all I need. Every time I get a bit inside.
All right, welcome back. We have our last uh, little interview. It's kind of a mini interview uh, with uh, Senior wow, Gainsley. A mini interview? Well, we don't have time. I, I started late today, so we have a we have a okay. little bit of a discrepancy in the interview uh, schedule. We have Senior Gainsley here. I get it. I get it. I get it. Yes. So what up? What up? Anyone that's listening? <laughs> yeah, I don't even know if anyone's listening. We're gonna hope that someone is. Anyway. Okay. Isaac. Yes. It, uh, we've been uh, in school for four weeks now, around four weeks. We have been. Um, roughly a month. Roughly a month. That is, four weeks is roughly a month, so you are correct on that math. Um, math. Sophomore year, in my opinion, <sighs> is one of the more boring years of high school. Because nothing, I can agree with that. nothing really happens. Oh, no, I can completely... Uh, I'd say it, it, there's actually one big thing that happens, at least at Oakwood. PSAT? For sophomore year. No. Oh, what? Off-campus privileges. Oh, yeah, that is very true. Off-campus like, That's, like, privileges. the one big thing that happens, but overall, I feel like, you know, ninth grade, you had a big change. Like, you know, you got free periods, you had more independence, and, like, seventh grade, you're like, okay, you're just on a new campus. I didn't have this. I was on the Zoom for that. It's like, you know, you're just on, like, a new campus. You're experiencing this new thing. Eighth grade's like, okay, I'm almost a ninth grader. I'm almost a, fr- a high schooler. Yeah, last and year. And the tenth grade's just like, tenth grade's like, yeah, same as ninth grade. He's good, for, he's good at off-campus Absolutely. Eleventh grade, you start looking at college. Twelfth grade, you're applying, you're visiting, you're whatever. Yeah. But, Tenth um, grade, you're, uh, you're in between year. Tenth grade, you don't have any trips, at least at Oakwood. All you have is a PSAT, and I don't think that's someone Ugh. that's something that people look forward to necessarily. Not not necessarily. I know um, I'm, I thought Ryan Rockmore was trying to get us to do like a tenth grade field day. Oh yeah, remember we, that from like when we had that initial meeting? Yes, we we. I heard that there was trying to you know there was talk of a field day, but I don't know uh, the legitimacy oh, yeah. of that. So. You left early for that. I forgot. <laughs> yeah, I left early for that. We don't. That was a that was quite the day. So, El Gainsley. Yes. Um, yeah. I have a question for you. And I probably have an answer. Looking back, okay, mm-hmm. at ninth grade. Yeah. You know, because now, you know, yeah, we, we can, at lunch, we can look at them, we're like, oh, I remember when I was there. Is there anything that you would right. do differently? If I could redo ninth grade? If you could redo ninth grade, because I feel like looking back oh. on it, it was just a better year. But if you could do anything differently, what would you do? It's uh, a good question. <sighs> Damn, I'm trying to like remember. Okay, does it have to be in the school year, or can it be year-round? What do you... Yeah, school-related. School it can okay, be over the summer related. or something, but school-related. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's a hard... Hard-hitting uh, question. I may have, Bosha. If I had, like, all the knowledge I had right now, I'd probably tell my younger self be, to be prepared for honors chem. Honors chem is very... Well, like, I'd say yeah. that would be, like, the one thing I'd be like, hey, like, try to prepare yourself. Like, more for this, like, this is what it's going to be like. This is what you're going to kind of, like, have to, like, do. It's going to be more intense than ninth, the ninth grade. Be prepared. That's kind of like what I'd tell if I had all my current knowledge. Absolutely, absolutely. I think that ninth grade, if any ninth graders are listening, this is probably pretty important, actually. 
yeah. I think you don't understand how it's not easy. It's still kind of difficult. But when you really right. get into 10th grade, the classes ramp up so quickly. They do. Honestly, they do so fast. I'll say my like two chill classes right now are history. Shout out to Teddy Varno. Yeah. And it's not as chill, but I say English is honestly one of my more chill classes. Yeah, English for me last year was very easy. This year, uh, I'm actually in your English. Who'd you have last year? Harold. <gasps> Shout out Harold. He was actually amazing. Great teacher. Um, I um, I had Marcy last year. She was another great teacher. Shout out to Marcy. This year, it is... um. Sasha. Sasha. Love Sasha. Yeah, it's, I, it's definitely we're, more we're difficult. Same class, though. Yeah, we are in the same class. It's so true. It's it's more <laughs> difficult, though. It, it's more difficult. I also feel like... I'm going to say it's a controversial opinion from what I'm hearing from the majority of our grade. I'm actually really liking Frankenstein. I'm, like, tr- honestly enjoying it, the book. I I see where you're coming from there. I see the... Uh, the... I see the good parts in it, for sure. However, I do have to... I do have to say that... Um, it is a little bit... Mm, I don't know. It's a little old timey for me. There's a lot of old it, words like it is. like yeah. Ye Frankenstein went yonder the hill or whatever, and it's okay. That feels more like Shakespearean. Yeah, but it it's feels... so hard to read, and it's also very ah. metaphoric, and so you don't really know when yeah. they're talking literal or metaphorically. I've uh, I'm like I've never been good at peering into metaphors. I take books very very literally. Mm-hmm. Um. And so I kind of like, you know, I kind of just, if I'm reading a book, like, I'm probably going to take the majority of it literally. So when I'm reading Frankenstein, I'm going to be taking Frankenstein literally. And, like, I've seen a Shakespeare play. Like, I've done, like, a fair amount of reading of, like, the ye old English. Mm-hmm. So, like, I can I can follow it pretty well. It's just, just, it's hard to get through a page. I'll say that. It's very, very tedious to get through a page. Honestly, this is, again, controversial. I think the best book that we've read is the Odyssey. I know that that's very controversial, but Oof. the Odyssey, first of all, very it was kind of difficult to read, but it wasn't, in my opinion, I think difficult. Frankenstein. I think Frankenstein was more difficult. Yeah, I think Frankenstein's more difficult. I think the Odyssey was so... I didn't necessarily like it that much, but I think it had some good historical context to it, and I also think that it had some some interesting stories in it uh that frankenstein it'll take like 20 pages to explain how the main character walked down the street to get some ice cream or something like right because they also have to throw in that oh there's also these 72 other background characters that are you know just for all yeah there are random characters all the time it's it's a lot it's just a lot um but i think It'll get better for sure. I just think right now it's uh, kind of sure. it's kind of sucks a little, but that's okay. Uh, I agree with that it does suck a bit right now. Isaac actually had an interesting idea while we're we're winding down because we only have a couple of minutes left. Right. My former parent show. I used to be a subsidiary of Intellectual Conversations, but uh, I remember. And then your contract ended last year with them, right? Yes, and it has not been renewed. 
Uh, we were thinking about Ooh. doing a collaboration. Isaac had some interesting names. Intellectual show or the intellectual yes. show. And I was thinking, you know, if they were to do a crossover episode, so to speak, using like you know, uh, show terms. Yeah, and the bow conversations, thinking, which sounds very yeah, egotistical. Bow conversations, or the intellectual show. Yes, it does sound very ego- egotistical to call it Bose conversations. So I think if we were to do it, we would have to call it the intellectual show. I I was personally leaning towards that one. To be yes. Honest. Um. Yeah, so uh, let me know. Uh, let me know your thoughts. Uh, I'd for sure be down, but uh, I'm sure they would. They would be down too. So if J- yeah, if Jack and Brady want to make that happen, reach out to Bo. You, I'm sure you guys can figure something out. Exactly. All right, it's uh, that time. It's seven o'clock. We have another right. show coming on. Actually, let me. Oh, I hope that they don't start broadcasting when I'm on, because that would, I think, mess up the signal, and I think it would be really bad. Okay, the next show is. In my room with Rita Harrison and Dylan Macer. So, tune in right now. Uh, Thank you, Elgenzi, for being on, and I'll see you. uh, See you all next week. Bye.